Hello! Welcome to Gen Z Meets World Podcast. I'm Aisha. I'm Ahmed. And today we'll be talking about stage fright, which is also known as performance anxiety. Ah, yeah. I've never heard of that term. I personally have never either until like, <laughs> yeah. I looked up. Because like, talking about things like stage fright, I've always felt like um, you cannot simply... I mean, there are some things that you... First of all, anytime we're talking about you know, any yeah. of these kind of topics, it's like you should be taking it with the uh, knowledge that we may not be the most knowledgeable. Regarding the matter. Yeah, it's just that often we're just sharing our experiences, our observations, our thoughts, our ideas, and like wanted to hear like, you know, what you guys think of it. So, um, but, you know, you still should, you know, refer to like, yeah. So, yeah. and that's why like, you know, we often like leave like the links and the sources of like the things that we read up from. So, but before, you know, we talk about this like before now um i looked up you know about like stage fright yeah. to see what is it exactly what people you know what defines as stage fright pers- yeah. specifically so they say that it's also known as performance anxiety and i'm like oh okay i mean interesting. that term fits but like yeah. never heard of it being yeah. used before <laughs> um so stage fright also called known as performance anxiety it says here is that um, is when your body reacts to the situation of being... Okay, here's a proper paragraph. Quote-unquote, being the center of attention and having all eyes on you can be stressful. <laughs> your body reacts to the situation in much the same way as it would if you were being attacked. Your body's flight or fight or flight mechanism kicks in, which is why symptoms of stage fright are similar to symptoms that occur when you are in real danger. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because... You like when you're yeah. being in the center of attention, you kind of like think that you are, you know, like it makes you stress, and at the same time, like your body detects, detects it as like a danger, Be- yeah, because you're stressed out, so it's yeah. like danger, so you know, so and like stressed out, and like this fear of other, you know, something else, is, yeah, it's that's it's a very similar situation as how as if how. you are being attacked. Yeah. So thus, the performance anxiety symptoms may include racing pulse and rapid breathing, dry mouth and tight throat, trembling hands, knees, lips and voice, sweaty and cold hands. I feel like as we're reading this list, both of us are feeling like... Um, no, sh- no, no, I never know nausea, how to specifically pronounce this, but nausea? No, nausea, no, no. no. I know nauseous. Uh, yeah, I know nauseous. Yeah. I, I nausea, always, I, no, I, nausea, no, nausea. Usually I would pronounce it as N-A-U-S-E-A. nausea. N-A-U-S-E-A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and an uneasy feeling in your stomach. That's when they usually see butterflies. Yeah. Vision changes. That must be like, vision changes must be like when I you think, really yeah. in it. So yeah, so those are the symptoms. Um, they're you know like causes and treatments and etc. But yeah, so that's basically it. So when were you okay? First of all, have you ever experienced stage fright? De- definitely so. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to talk perhaps on like your experience? When did you have? Have you ever like? When did you? Um, what's your memory of the first time you experienced the stage fright and was it the first time that you were in the center of attention? Yeah, I you know? think it 
at least from what I remember yeah. of what happened then, it wasn't when I was first at the center of attention. Yeah. I was first. Okay, the first, first I remember let's define being center of attention. Is it um, just being like presented, presenting on a stage because we're still yeah. talking about stage fright, stage so right, performance specifically. specifically yeah. Okay, so um, specifically uh, when I'm on stage, the first that I remember mm-hmm. being on stage. That's. Um, that will be during the enjoying English program that ah, we participated right. in, and so, but then I don't remember having that stage fright. That I was how old were you then? Four? Oh okay. no, not four. That that was already. Yeah, I don't think you were I was four. Five but or six. Okay. It was two thousand nine, was it? Um. If it was two thousand nine, then there must be. I was yeah, five, it I was two thousand nine. You were yeah, six. I was six yeah. right. Um, four is a different okay. story. Um, so, uh, where was I? Uh, your experience there. Yes. So I remember just being excited, but mm-hmm. it could just be, yeah. you know, you forget yeah. about things. But at the same time, when I you know look back at the things mm-hmm. regarding that, I don't see myself feeling feeling that yeah. at least like a strong street yeah. stage. Plus, Ahmed. When he was his memory, how his he remembers like when he's younger, he remembers more of the bad experiences. So chances are, if you were like very yeah. anxious and etc., you'd remember. Yeah, it. I remember yeah. it. Yeah. So um, chances are not. But then the one, the one that I remember having was mm-hmm. um, I cannot remember the year specifically. It was probably two thousand fifteen. What happened? When I was giving a speech at the uh, National University of Malaysia, University of Malaysia, ah. UKM, um, mm-hmm. that I was picture, but then I don't remember the year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, had it's the about year then, in mind. It's about then. Yeah, so uh, that was like the first that I remember having a Even stage fright. Was that the first time that you performed on a stage after the Enjoying English we, program? I th- if I'm not mistaken, we did have. Short performances, Short performances like, like when we like performed Nasheed and yes. etc. But that was the first time that you, you gave a speech. Gave a speech since yes. then, okay. And it kind of makes sense that it's different compared to the enjoying English one mm-hmm. because in, during the enjoying English, I was reading an article right. from a paper. So this one, you are actually this is the first time that you are talking. Yes, spontaneously. Spontaneously, and it was like. Uh, I was like given a hint sort of that mm-hmm. I was going to be yeah. presenting that night but I wasn't really sure was yeah. my father yeah, teasing joking. me yeah. and then suddenly yes I was yeah. but then it was not about what he said before it was about an entirely yeah. different topic so I was like I have to like yeah, yeah. craft things out and the picture of me then I was like literally hugging like, yourself like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> during that time that was the first that I remember having a stage fright mm-hmm. um, and then after that it's it stage fright can okay. kind of become a normal thing. <laughs> when you okay, first of all, uh, when you you have had like television appearances before that speech, did you have any stage fright then? Oh yes, yeah. uh, I forgot to to include that in my. I remember I was more nervous than where during the English program. I think it's because of the mindset that oh, it's like you are more nervous when during the television appearance compared to, to enjoying, enjoying English. English. Okay. It's like, you know um, Enjoying English was the program the, the first one. Yeah. That, so um Television appearance. Television appearance. So I remember then I was more nervous compared to that uh, mm-hmm. that incident. But um it wasn't as much as 
It's as nerve-wracking As nerve-wracking as the one in 2015 2015 or so The spontaneous Hopefully that year is right Yeah Um, So because I think the main thing is because First of all um, well, I think that's the only reason. Okay. There's nobody there. Uh-huh. You know, you just see the cameras right. there, and it's less daunting. daunting because, yeah, you know, when you see all the people looking at you, just staring mm. at you, waiting for you to say the next mm-hmm. word, it feels like yeah, they're expecting something. When okay. you look at the camera, okay. try to compare. You had several television appearances. The f- the earlier ones was when you know there's no one there, just yeah. the host. Then we had a more recent one where there were there was a crowd. How did it compare between the two? Were were you were you more nervous during the? Do not take the one where you performed alone. Like take the one yeah, that yeah, you yeah. performed with us because that's you know where yeah. the only very difference is the presence of the crowd. I think. Were you more nervous? I did not have much. Um, uh, Stage fright uh-huh. problems during the one with the crowd. Yeah, but I think that's just because I was older and I already. Perhaps grew. then the n- it was actually the reason why you had like you know you felt less nervous was more to so because of the fact that when you're in the television appearance it feels more like you're having a conversation with the host. Yeah, and less of a presentation. Yes, maybe it's that you know that that's that's also possible. So the presence of the crowd doesn't really yeah. So, so that's why yeah, you're because, more nervous during because speech. when when I was uh, when we were in that that show yeah. um, in 2018, we weren't communicating with the audiences yeah. at all. We almost like the perhaps the audience are like yeah yeah uh, interact uh, not Inter- yeah not yeah. interacting com- like yeah, reacting yeah, yeah, reacting, yeah. but then we're not interacting Actually, with yeah like, it's like they're yeah. in this except separate, for the question and answer session yeah yeah but then otherwise it's like they're in a separate dimension they're just and, uh, watching us yeah it's like we have access to the cameras mm-hmm. hidden cameras on the tv and we could see yeah. people watching from their homes <laughs> basically like yeah, that okay. so yeah i guess that that's a um, good way to uh that's a good theory so uh my experience with stage fright mm, when i the, the 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 earlier like the first time I presented in public was I was six five six some somewhere and then um for school so um I was in preschool so they had this like speech day at the end of the year and so they have a performance you know I was six they have a performance and so they had this like um group of people like in my classroom each classroom makes a performance my classroom has a performance so they select a number of students from the class to this to do this performance i was one of the ones select they would they have a like a, a line of like a bunch of i can't remember like see 10 for example background singers and then they had a main singer they were performing some songs uh i think in arabic ah. about teachers or something i can't remember isn't it? i think yeah in nanny yeah we're talking about like we're like small children but we're like excited to you know learn kind of so they have the background singers and the main singer so i was part of the background singer and then eventually things happened and i was i was chosen to do them because they they the first singer got chicken pox <laughs> <laughs> the second one during practice fainted because she was fasting, you know. So they were like, 
they're wanting to look for someone else to take the um, center stage. No one wanted to volunteer. They, they couldn't like pick a person they like. Both of the people they like, you know, had problems. So they asked for someone to volunteer. And then I was like, I'm volunteering. And then when during practicing, I had no problems at all. I was just reciting everything. But then during the performance itself, I actually cannot remember exactly how I was feeling. But one thing about me then, my mindset then, I remember that talking for me had always been, how do I say this? Not a communication in a way. Like, I've always thought, right. you know, there's like so many yeah. recordings of myself just talking to myself, to no one, to people, and I'm not even looking at people, you know, and etc. So that action is just talking. So there's no difference between performing and, and talking talk. with people and talking with myself. It is all just an action of talking, speaking of, out your thoughts. Yeah, uh, or, or at least just making sounds. Making sounds, yeah, yeah, you know. So I think it's more of a speaking out my thoughts kind of thing. But Be- in the sense of a song... Yeah, because I, I'm having the song in my head, you know? So I'm uh, like voicing I, I, yeah, I guess. the things that's going on in my head. You know, yeah, When you have a song stuck in your head, yeah. you just play I ju- it yeah, out. I just, yeah, you know, there's some music, I just hum it, yeah. you know? So it's just like... So there was no difference between performing in public and talking. So no, I don't think I had stage fright then, but I can't remember for, sh- for a fact, but then I don't think so. But fast forward later, eventually I started to realize that talking with people... It's not the same as just talking. Yeah. You know, there's like a communication going on. There's responses. You're actually supposed... Like, how people react to what you say actually depends... Like, is somewhat affected... There's many factors, but somewhat affected by how you talk to them. So that was when I think I started to get stage fright. Because I realized that when people look at you, there's like... Yeah. Pres- judgment, yeah. you know... So I was like, oh. Analyzing your, yeah. yeah. So then I started getting a lot of stage fright. Like, mm. I started like shaking and very, very nervous. I think that might also be, not not like exactly, mm-hmm. but then like somewhat also the reason why I did not really feel much when I was younger. Yeah. So because... it kind of like took it lighter. Because even when I'm, if in the, like, yeah. Back in 2015, if you were to give me a paper to read in front of a crowd, I might still be having a stage fright. At least, at the le- very least, yeah. just hug myself. Yeah. But then, bec- before that, it was I took things more simpler, and like you don't really see Beach. the impact of of like what you do to you know the other people's perception. Yeah. Which, which, like you know, like now you start to think about. Um, like during the public performances you think about you know like first of all everyone's looking at you like <laughs> you know but why is it scary that everyone's looking at you and why was it not scary when we were younger that everyone's looking at you first of all for you I think because when you're just reading that paper that article you're just reading it out and like when you were younger you kind of like it when people uh, when you receive attention yeah but then like now you, maybe you still, you know, because chances are you still have similar traits. So perhaps you still like receiving attention. But now it's more daunting because you know that there is this, this judgment yes. and it matters how you perform. So Rather then, than you could just do anything and people yeah. do not mind. Cause yeah. so, and in a way, when you're a child, when you can do anything, people don't mind because you're yeah, a child. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's 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 yeah. also quite true that you do not need yeah. to have that fear when you were younger. Yeah. So for me, like you know, when I was younger, it was uh, I didn't realize that talking is not the same. Uh, sorry, I didn't realize that voicing out my thoughts is not the same as talking and not the same as performing or you know presenting in front mm. of the crowd. So. When I didn't even realize that pe- like people looking at me didn't give like it wasn't like a, I didn't realize that I'm getting attention and I didn't realize anything you know it's like I'm just reciting yeah this complete a uh, complete lack of awareness of the public you know so yeah it's almost like you know you're, the the crowd isn't even there. Mm. The crowd just happens to be there. I didn't realize they're looking it's, it's at me. Like, I didn't realize there's like, an attention to me. It's kind of like the uh, one in the show where you have the crowd there. Uh, on the TV show, when mm. you have the crowd there. It's kind of just, they're just there, but they're not For you, involved. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but then when, you, when I grew older, then I realized that actually, you know, there is how you act affect things. Mm-hmm. How, you know, you perform affect things. And then... Now, as you grow, for me personally, as I grow even older, I realize that the things I'm presenting, because then, you know, well, okay, it's okay. Now, I realize the things I'm presenting, like, it matters how I would, like, when we're slightly younger, we just realize, oh, these people, there's this judgment that's going on. Now, you realize that how you word things can affect how a person perceives the things that's worth yeah. it. You know, not just you, not just your performance, but what you say. And so if you word things wrongly, you might give mm. a wrong message. Yes, and people which, might misunderstand. And yeah. On one hand, is you know, you just have the people going angry, like, you said this, but then the one that's more, <laughs> like, grave, you know. It's when it's misleading. When, and yes, when you give, you know, information that's like, people take that, like, oh, which is one of the things that I think like initially hindered me from doing this podcast because I'm like you know like there's no crowd in front of us so we can't see the response yeah and like you know it's like it shouldn't be really nerve-wracking but then you're still thinking like you don't really think much for me personally I don't really think much about the judgment of like how I'm acting I'm also thinking about how people perceive the things we're saying you know like Will we be misleading people? Will we, you know? So initially, you didn't have any stage fright. Then you started having stage fright. Which we assume the reason is because you start to realize, you know, the weight yeah. of the situation. That's when you have stage fright. Would you say that you now, from you then, like when you initially had stage fright, are you better at handling the stage fright? I think... In in most cases, you will be at least a no bit you better. no no like oh, okay, pe- okay. people will not still be mm, yes not necessarily not necessarily okay. so but but okay then yes I, I do believe okay. I'm uh, uh, getting better um, unfortunately I I feel a lot a lot better which in a way when it comes to stage fright I feel the what you feel should matter more. Somewhat. Sorry. What you feel about your uh, stage fright, like what what you feel about uh-huh. if whether or not you are better at handling stage fright, uh-huh. it's better because most of it's in your head. So if you feel like things are fine, you'd have less stage fright. Less stage fright. Ah, like you, I get what you mean. It means that you 
of a lesser free of things or or like you can somehow so you're saying that a you you think that now you do yes. you can handle it better um b now that you can handle it better it makes the stage fright yes. like less like it lowers te- te- tempers down the stage fright yes. anyway because you don't you're think, not you know, I overthinking think, too I much. Think, yes, because overthinking because is that also that was one of the things that caused me to have yeah, stage um, fright when yeah. I was younger, because I was overthinking yeah. like you know what if I forget yeah. this what you know yeah. all those things. And so when you're now, overthinking, you think that you're not overthinking. Yes, and so now <laughs> but then sometimes you're like, like maybe you are not, but you know, <laughs> go on. <laughs> so among the things I think that helped with uh, de- uh, not developing. Um, uh, calming down the stage fright. Yeah, um, developing resistance. Or, or it's like, okay. We'll yeah. just use calming down. The calming stage down fright. the stage fright. It will be to first of all, when you're more confident, mm-hmm. you will in general feel. Uh, you know, there's less things for you to be worried about when you're confident yeah. that things are going to be go yeah. going to go well, even if you actually do not perform well. But when you feel that you're performing well, that fear is no longer there. So. Um, or at least it's like reduced. reduced. So um, I think that's the main thing that helped. Mm-hmm. And then because if I were to like head on combat the stage fright itself, yeah. I think it might even make it worse. Well, it depends on how your strategy. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like things that I you know yeah, thinking yeah. Uh, what I would first uh, do automatically if I were to consciously try to combat it mm-hmm. directly I think I will probably just make it worse at least for the, for yeah. that so for that time so basically what you're saying is that you definitely now have like less stage fright yes and how you um, handle this it is by calming down the overthinking mm-hmm. um, but when you do have stage fright alongside hugging yourself what else do you do to calm yourself down like then and there you know when you're like actually there like our father, he is like a public speaker, you know, etc. And like everyone always see him on stage and etc. Like he, when he's a businessman, he's before like presenting his marketing stuff and it's like he's a head boy yeah. at one time, you know. So he's always presenting throughout his life. But until like until the end of his life, he still had stage fright, yeah. which might surprise lots of people because but, he looks. Super confident well, yeah, and well, and, and but control contained. So yeah, and he it, like did get better and better over mm. time. But he, if he like he's often holding the rostrum or some because some situation is like more daunting for him, and some situations like less. So sometimes he doesn't really feel that much stage fright. But during some presentations, like there was this one time he was presenting in front of a person he really highly respected yeah. for years, and he's like he's not supposed to be presenting him. He's supposed to present to. <laughs> okay oh, That person is supposed to present to him To him, yeah So he was very nervous about it That he Like his knees were literally shaking So he had to hide his Like he You know how Rostrum has that yeah. cave in at the back He literally put his legs inside it To hide his <laughs> knees Because they were shaking So you know But Like So like those are some ways that You know some people calm themselves down Or at least He's like I Because for it's, him It's like he doesn't want to present the yeah, symptoms. Yeah, so put all of it somewhere else. Yeah. So, like, hide what's seen, push everything where people can't see, and then he, he's like, you know, he copes with it. 
Yeah. So how do you? I remember know? when I was young, I I mentioned about how I uh, overcame like nervousness. Okay. Um, was by shaking my. Uh, what I wrote, I, th- I think <laughs> it was my in my blog. I wrote, I shook my hands at Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know when he performs, performs. sometimes it's like. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's something. I think it's like also like di- directing the flow to some uh-huh. like focusing yeah. on. Yeah, I can imagine. So you let your hand focus on the movement of a tremble. Oh, I was thinking more like no, the the fright. Ah, so your hand I is focusing on on the fright, and so your yeah. it distributes the thing. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's exactly yeah. how it works. It might not even work, but then no, it may because I remember. No, no, sorry, it might not even work that way. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like compartmentalization. Yeah, you like let this thing run, but it runs somewhere else. You focus on this thing. Your brain's still processing both. It's like when sometimes uh, our older sister, uh, Kaiman, when she's in pain, she will be singing something out loud yeah. just so that she could distract. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. So she could focus on the singing and then and then eventually she's, the pain is gone and yeah. she's like back to normal. Because pain, I mean, sidetrack, but because pain often... Um, it's the the initial pain that you receive is like that perceived pain yeah. that you still feel even though that it's no longer as painful which is why it is important to um, inject those painkillers during operation at the right time yeah. or you know like if, even if it's not operation like you know you had a very serious injury at the right time so that you do not have that prolonged trauma of like that perceived pain yeah sidetrack <laughs> yeah so um how uh w- okay when you shook your hands at michael jackson when because you know that's what you wrote when you were younger did you believe that michael jackson michael jackson also had stage fright and so he shook his hand to calm himself down i might <laughs> like i'm not sure i'm not even sure if i did that because michael jackson did that yeah. but then i might end up theorizing it that way yeah. like you know when i did like, that it's and because then you're I, nervous because i'm nervous so and then when Jackson. I think, think back, maybe that's why Michael Jackson yeah. did it. You know, I, because I had a lot of those. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I did this, maybe other people yeah. did this <laughs> that, because of the same reason as well. Yeah. Um, how did I? Okay. When, when you mentioned the shaking hands, like sort of like compartmentalization, it's not exactly the same situation. You know, it wasn't a stage fright. But I remember when I was feeling nervous... Uh, because we met with Tansu Hassan, who you know I really looked yeah. up to for years, like I mentioned in the role model episode. Um, the first time we met him, you know, we were having like this tea, you know, like morning lunch. Uh, what do you call well, it? Yeah, um, like morning tea. I think that exists. I think yeah. Exists. So we were having like. Difficult to create a word if it doesn't exist. Yeah, we were having like a morning tea, a tea in the morning if it doesn't exist. You know, uh, so. It was like the first... Okay, that wasn't... Technically, it wasn't the first time I met him. Because the first time I met him was the day before that. No, the first time I saw him was during... A, he was having his presentation. I attended his talk. Yeah. We met him. Like, you were there too. But we didn't meet me. You know, we just attended it. And I was like... Oh, I'm in the same hall as Possessor. So, anyway. We were having the morning tea. It was like... Not just I meet him. But, you know, I'm like having a conversation with him. I am like, because we're all on the table yeah. and we're all having a conversation around the table. So I am included in the conversation. So I was like, like this, you know, like, no, not real, not real. And so I was so nervous and I was shaking. I was trembling and I was like, my hands couldn't stop shaking. And I was like holding a fork because, you know, we're like eating. 
And then when I place the fork on the tip, like on the my plate to make myself stop shaking, like it would, it literally like <laughs> crackled, you know, like. And I, I tried to come out, I couldn't, and I tried to hold my. It's, I was it's just trembling. Like, it's like um when when I was younger, I almost often had like just randomly my. Would shiver. My, and yeah, my arm would yeah. shiver, and, and really, it I could just stop. Yeah. you just wouldn't stop. And yeah. it's like you try to hold something and it's like yeah. <laughs> and you try to contain it inside something and it's like the whole entire yeah, thing moves yeah, yeah yeah so I couldn't contain myself so what I did was like I tried all kinds of strategy during that half an hour or something we were eating until eventually what I did was I focused all of my shivers Shivering, and tre- yeah. yeah trembles onto my leg because you know we're at the table so no one can see my leg area so I just like sh- purposely shook my knees yeah it's you know it's go, so go, that you know that like, it's like soft like the compartmentalization. Yeah. So, so you could bring all, even though your knees would shake like yeah. violently, but nobody yeah. could see it yeah. anyway. I mean, well, I don't know how does it actually work because that's probably psychology, and yeah, probably you can, you can stop, stop your it. hand, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know that was like how I coped with that. Yeah. But that wasn't stage right. But you know it may apply because it applied for you. Mm. It applied for our father, so it may actually apply. You know, but um, how I cope with stage right. For many years, I feel like I don't. I just, <laughs> I'm just present with the fear. I'm like, oh, bad, bad, but just present bad. But then eventually what I realized, okay, you know what? What's interesting? Okay. So yes, for a long time, I don't really know how to cope with the stage fright. So if people look at me performing and they think that I look like I'm just confident, actually, no, I'm not. Like, I'm literally, I feel like my voice trembles. I don't know if you can hear it, but I hear my voice trembling, you know? So maybe it's overthinking, but anyway. So I don't really cope with it. I just try to get through it, which, you know, maybe a thing that's bad. But then now I'm realizing that if I get into the thing that I'm presenting, because usually I present things I'm passionate about, once I get into it, then I kind of lose a yeah. bit of that. Maybe it's also because I'm not actively overthinking. Yeah, because you're distracted. The, the passion talking yeah. about the thing that... Yeah. Once I am passionate about it, like, I'm just... I forget about social norms. <laughs> Nowadays, you know, we have... Um, like, because of COVID... We have a different form of presentation yeah. where we are not just presenting on stage or for a TV appearance, which is kind of similar. But now we perform like on these online things, which is kind of similar to TV appearances, but also different because sometimes, yes, it is just you're just recording this thing and etc. Like now, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes... It is like you kind of see these little figures. You know they're actively yeah. watching you. You see them, you know. So how does that affect? Have you presented? I mean, yeah. yeah. Have you presented? Yeah, I, I, like I, you I, haven't. I, I, have I, you? I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have, yeah. yeah so I how have, was that yeah. for you? I, it was de- definitely a very different experience. Like, mm. in fact, I won't even put it the same as TV. You mm. know, having that yeah. um, in mind because it's it's weird. You're in a different condition. You're like on a chair, yeah. looking at the screen. Yeah. You're because you're you're talking, you're talking, but, but you're not. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. So because when you're on the TV, you're talking to the person. Yeah. 
you you don't yeah, talk to the camera. Yeah, you're talking to the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're talking to the host. Yeah. Um, and so this is you're actively talking to the, through this, the screen. It's like this virtual person. Yes, who's so real. Like, But is he real? I guess it's sort of like that confusion that we mentioned in the physical versus virtual communities mm. episode. Like, there's that confusion. Like your brain. There was there's this thing. I can't remember what's it. What was it exactly called? But it was something like Zoom exhaustion or something. Of named after the application, the application Zoom, Zoom, which people often use for video conferences, where, like, when you do too many Zoom meetings, a lot of people actually like get exhausted mm. by it. Because of several reasons. First of all, that confusion of like, you're interacting, but are you really this? But this like it, a video it, that's like you know. It's like the whole when you're moving, but you look, you're in, reading, and your eyes are like part part of your brain is confused. Are you moving? Are you not moving? Yeah, your, yeah. Your eyes are not seeing when, anything move. Like in a what do you call that? In a car. In a car. Yeah. What do you call it? Motion sickness. Motion sickness. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like motion sort sickness of like, you know, where the, you're the confused. confused. Yeah. Um, I mean different symptoms, but you know, yeah. Like, yeah. So um, a that b there's also the fact that this person's face is larger than life. <laughs> like the screen well, when not, you see not the people, all the time. Yeah, not all the time. Sometimes yeah. they're small, but then you know sometimes they're like yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. and that kind can, of like be, uh, it it what do you call it magnifies that perception of yeah being judged and perceived and watched and then sometimes you have so many f- eyes looking at you directly and you are looking at all of these many yeah. things itself like in a performance they're kind of like more distanced you know there's like very yeah, close that's, that's another thing because it's closer yeah the third it's thing like they're like far but close yeah it's back to the whole confusion yeah. thing the third it's, thing is things. because usually the laptop is placed close to you it feels like an invasion of privacy because usually when you're yeah. talking you don't sit that close like even this like I usually have my laptop like far and behind I think my, me because my is I about this distance. yeah I dislike them being <laughs> yeah. too close. But often people have it like closer, and you know that's like weird. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but if you're constantly having that close look with the person, so that I think the, the the general distance of a laptop will probably be. I mean, because if you want to type it, it will probably be yeah, yeah that like close yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah you know, like that. <laughs> so yeah, so that like. Having that different experience, like definitely, what do you call it, stacks onto the whole stage fright, you mm-hmm. know, because you still feel nervous because you're performing in public, but now you have all of these additional stuff, and so you're worried, yeah, for more about more things. You a overthinking over more things, but b also like things like the close up thing. That's not even overthinking. That's just psychology, you know. So. I guess it takes a different strategy to com- combat, you know. And there may be other means that we do not think about now. Mm. Like, we talk new. about three. Three, was it? What? Uh, like, Effects in real life. No, 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 like, ver- versions of um, presenting. Ah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In real in life? Pu- in real life, public, and then there is on TV, and then online. Yes, online. There's also, like, the recorded ones, like yeah. this, you know. 
for me recording recorded um content is not at all daunting like people could even stream this live and you i do not what? know that this means streaming live you know and what? it looks a you're good saying idea. that now because you've been doing it for a while watch back our first episode it's so amusing it's yeah. just been like <laughs> uh, like under a year almost a year but not there yet like half a year plus plus yeah you know we did like our opening was like um <laughs> Hello, welcome to Japan. <laughs> and we're like I, talking I like did, I did notice like you know we're editing the sound. I'm like the the under to the eyes right to it's getting faster and yeah. faster and we're getting smooth you know, it's 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 more natural. It's more natural. Then we're like conscious of like so many things it's like Hell do you know? <laughs> you know, kind of like So yeah. But but like it at the same time it doesn't you do, I don't feel that mm. so I think it's just the um it, it's something I guess it's more like subconscious. You are con- conscious about it. You yeah. are thinking about them. About trying but to then it doesn't oh like it the it the, the the fright is not too big. I don't think it leads to overthinking. It leads to stage fright, you know? Yeah. And you're in fact, doing I don't the thinking but you're not in fact, I don't think... You the overth- may be nervous, but you're not anxious yet. I don't think the, the overthinking aspect is even there. Uh, like, yeah. there may be some... Overthinking usually comes with anxious. Yeah, anxiety. so... But then there's not there's not much overthinking yeah. in general. So, it, for me, that recorded performance is much Did I finish easier. my thought about I how sure. I should combat... How I would... I'll just repeat it if I have said it. But then, like, basically, I guess that is... Like, that does come to show that what I realized that to overcome, like, stage fright for me personally is to... Because I realized that when I am um, 100% fully conscious about how people are perceiving this performance or presentation, that is when I get most stage frighted frightened you mm, know stage frightened yeah yes so um but when i start getting passionate about it i'm just thinking about the a yeah, i'm yeah. thinking about the thing itself but b i'm also thinking about the best way to deliver the thing itself yeah. which in some ways is part of what i'm overthinking about but then then i just get so passionate i you know so it is definitely the overthinking aspect that's like kind of like there you know so it is wait how do you alongside if you are having like those physical symptoms like those tremblings and etc so ways to handle those but then also to like calm down on the stage fright is like to calm down over the overthinking which is very difficult admittedly but in some ways sometimes you just have to race through the thing thing that you're facing and like yeah you're going to have these thoughts but then some, I feel like recently, as I start to really like, like understand that things happen, you know, because I understand that the weight of the situation may be very, very, very heavy, yeah. you know, but in the end, things happen in life kind of like, I, yeah, don't, I, mean, know, it, I don't know how to phrase it. It really helps you to overcome overthinking anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. you feel like, you know, if the, the, more, the more, the less that you think about mm. it, the less that you fuss about it the less that you I can't, overthink can't about it yeah overthink about yeah. it I'm trying to the find less, another word that's you yeah know, yeah um the less that you will overthink about it yeah i mean you know? the less that you the less that you okay sometimes when you're overthinking sometimes you are kind of nitpicking 
on all of the little things, which definitely may impact. But as you are nitpicking those little things, you are creating more issues and problems. Yes. So it's not that easy to overcome the um, overthinking. And I'm like, don't really know how to exactly Me say, yeah, you yeah. know, how do you overcome the overthinking? But I, I, I think that's because it differs for different people, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, recently, I realized I have subconsciously, what I've been subconsciously doing is that when I'm presenting, because I I focus a lot more on the actual deliverance of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. So, I look at the way people are receiving the subject matter rather than anything else, you know? I just focus on, okay, is this person moved by this um, concept? Are they actually listening? What works for them? When, How is it that I act? In what way do I act? Is it that they, you know, look at me closer? Sometimes I'm like thinking, is that a bad reaction? Is that a good reaction? That's when the overthinking yeah. comes in, you know. But then I breeze through that one. But I focus more on that, you know. And I really try to minimize on everything else. And I think it's one of these things that I read. They said that amongst the things that can help it's like having like sort of like a routine before you start not exactly a routine that you follow all the time you know like the same actions but like having a time before you present where you sit down with yourself and like kind of like just go through your thoughts and ideas and etc you know so what i do then is that amongst the things i do before i present is i make sure that i am satisfied with everything else so that then I only focus on presenting my idea and my subject matter and my topic. So things like, for example, mm, there was this one time when we were going to a congress in Johor, Mm -hmm. 2019. So I was like, okay, I want to present this topic. I want to convince people that this is important. You know, I was to present something, I want people to believe it's important. So I thought of all of the other things, like things like, how do I want to present myself? I want to wear baju kurung because it's my identity. I want to wear my hijab this way because it's my identity. My script and more, I've read my script through many times. It is already good. I I don't have a hard script, but you know, like basically what I'm going to say. I've done all of my research. I would do very in-depth research so that I know how to handle the thing. And then, then I only focus on are people listening to this? Are people accepting this? How are people reacting to this? You know, like that's the only thing I focus on. And for me it helps with the stage fright you know in a mm-hmm. way so yeah but then I was actually still very nervous but um, I, you know I that, that then because I was pre- I presented as well um, I was also very, very nervous, nervous. And I, I presented twice yeah I the first time you first were like almost like, couldn't do it yeah. because you were very very nervous but the second one uh, ironically was but a more I spontaneous to, presentation? Yes, because I was... Uh, you just so, got the idea on yeah. the spot. It was like a congress where you can just go and present. It was like a bunch mm. of young people. And youth. then youth, that's the word. I was translating it from Malay or Ramuda. It was like a bunch of youth. And like you just present ideas kind of thing. So when um, I just... You know, spontaneously had, had the idea. idea. And I just went to the yeah. stage. And it, 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 waited, for the, waited for the turn, of yeah. course. And then uh, uh, when they were asking, like, okay, who yeah. who else wants to go up? And I was, yeah. I went there and I would talk, and yeah. it was like just yeah, 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 with any problem. And I think 
because the now focus is just on presenting. It's much yeah. like when you have that passion. Yeah. So yeah. Because it's the same thing. Yeah. The passion. So you're not thinking about you. Yes, and I. Huh. That's another thing. I find myself smoother without. <laughs> you sp- find yourself smoother. <laughs> you find your presentation. Find my smoother. presentation smoother when I do not have a script. Or mm. when like there's not much things for yeah, me yeah, to follow yeah. because sometimes I'm yeah. thinking about okay yeah. have I mentioned this have yeah. I mentioned that rather than and plus when you are reading a script you are a lot more conscious about this performance yes. rather than the presentation itself so you know um, however there are still times where I do strictly follow a script like uh, recently I've been moderating programs yeah. which it's hard for me actually I did far better during when I do not follow the script like I have uh. the script because you know I'm like you have to read all these by your daughter etc but then the last one it was kind of like a um, a different format kind of thing like and then I eventually I didn't even read the script anymore yeah. I was just you know saying things out Th- from there memory there are times that I, I like I didn't feel so uh, nervous about it I get less tongue tied with all my presentation I get so tongue tied I couldn't say things I'm trying just trying to say assalamualaikum and then this, this just comes out like just, yeah, and then I, it sounds remember, like I, I do not that, know Arabic and I'm like I, I know I remember that I'm, happening last time we were reciting one of the phrases and you're yeah. like the, <laughs> yeah I couldn't read yeah. like I get uh, tongue tied I don't get tongue I get very nervous and my voice trembles with like private mm. presentation or at least I think my voice tremble but with online presentation I get tongue tied I get tongue tied when I'm recording like videos with myself i mm. just i think you are more conscious about the performance when you're recording a video of yourself yeah. like this is like conversation we're less thinking of like the performance mm. when you're just recording yourself you are definitely yeah. performing you know so that might be so maybe that's it like a removing the overthinking you know slowing down overthinking, but also b focusing, focusing less on, the, on like that yeah. performance but rather just because when you don't focus on performance you don't think much of the like, judgment kind of and thing. it leads to less overthinking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So perhaps there's like some uh, leftover overthinkings. Yeah, but which you know, if it's you not like you're supposed to get rid of everything. No, no, no. I meant like um, when when you get rid of overthinking, the uh-huh. the big chunk of overthinking, mm-hmm. you have some remnants mm-hmm. left. But when you stop focusing on that performance part, mm-hmm. you get rid of more. But maybe the remnants. big chunk of overthinking came, came from, from the, the performance. Pre- yeah, you know, which is I think. Yeah. The thing, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Because that's why when you just... Like, during the Congress itself, I was, like, very, very nervous when I'm f- first performing. And then when people start asking me questions, and I'm just, like, replying to the questions, and there was this one time when I just got so riled up because I feel like this person is taking the whole thing out of context, and I'm like, I do not think of the performance at all. Yeah. I'm just thinking about subject matter, you know? And that was when I didn't feel frightened at all. Like, I literally did not have any more stage fright. I'm just annoyed by this person, you know, bothering my presentation. So maybe it's also that because so so it's not that you before that when you when when okay. we got rid of that um uh overthinking thing uh-huh. it's not exactly we got rid of it but it's just we overcame it yeah so we no longer think about those things and sometimes but then, they are still there but you just do not focus on yeah. them too much it's sort of like so, the compartmentalization it's sort of. still there are still other things that you should so so yeah actually you know that's a good thing. We, performance the focus mm. on performance should be less mm. um, i mean and you should you know try to put on a good like yeah at least pay attention the presentation because it's part of yeah. presentation but then at the same time not to 
Well, over. I mean, the thing is that when you want to present something, are you focusing on people's mm-hmm. perception of you, or are you? Do you want to focus on subject matter? I want to focus on subject yeah. matter. You know, and if focusing on the subject matter makes you less nervous, that's cool. Yeah. I think that's a good. Yeah, we would like place a link of like the. World's favorite medical doctor, WebMD, <laughs> recommended like treatments and like because sometimes okay sometimes stage fright is very very bad that you need like proper treatment. Yeah, that can happen to people. We probably don't have that because I feel like we're coping yeah. fine. You know, like yeah. sometimes you really cannot talk, but you know that. But then sometimes for some people it's like very very bad and they require treatment etc. But in general, like just things like prevention, like coping techniques, things like don't drink coffee and etc. Like it's um yeah. we'll like place a link in the description so that you can look at that if you have stage fright. And we hope that you guys like and if you have stage fright and etc. Like get some tips or two to like overcome stage fright or at least cope with it. And it will be nice to hear how you overcame your or cope or with cope it. with the, uh stage, stage fright. fright. Because, uh, because I mean, we haven't overcome the goal. The is not is it is the goal to overcome it entirely, or is the goal to just at least be able to present? You know, with that thing still yeah. existing, like our father did. Yeah, yeah. I almost corrected this. Do he still does it? And I'm like, no, he's that <laughs> did. Sometimes I have that problem with these tenses, but you know, yeah. So yeah. Thank you for so much for watching. Uh, so yeah, be sure to leave a comment and or an audio message for us to hear your thoughts on our our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> for our for your thoughts on the topic on, on the topic on the yes, subject matter on the subject matter stage right yeah. yeah so yeah thanks so much for tuning in and we hope to see you guys again bye bye.